going to this first gun show, so I got to fit in, act like I belong. I don't people look at me funny. I went in there. People were like wearing flip flops and jeans and like like regular regular people. And I'm thinking it's gonna be like some tactical scene. <laughs> Kelly, um, really excited to get started with you today. Just kind of talk about your journey in, in firearms. Um, I know it's kind of been more recent, but yes. um, you know, you've, I feel like you've come so far, kind of in a quick amount of time. So, kind of uh, tell me about yourself just a little bit. Tell everybody kind of how you got started and what you are kind of all about. Okay. Well, I I currently live in Florida. Um, but I grew up in the Philadelphia area, um, and then I moved to Virginia. And my childhood was really no guns. Guns are scary. Guns are bad. Um, only bad guys have guns. So yeah. not until I got older and I moved to Florida and more of my seasoned years did I really come to understand um, guns. And um, as much as I can, I'm still a newbie, of course, but mm. where I wasn't afraid and I wanted to learn about it. And yeah. I dated a guy <laughs> um, a number of years ago who was a farm boy who lived in Ohio. So he was all about guns and shooting. And he really got me exposed to it. Um, we would go to his farm and we, we'd shoot. And that was fun. It's like, this is really powerful. And I can see, and it, they, they took um, gun handling very seriously. So yeah. my introduction was was really, really good. And it motivated me to want to, you know, pursue it, but not in a way where I wanted to carry. That wasn't until right. recently. Okay. Maybe uh, if you don't mind sharing, what kind of, I guess, convinced you that it was okay to carry? Because a lot of folks are like, you know, guns are okay, but really only in a home self-defense situation, uh, which, you know, that's a subjective thing. Um, somebody might say a gun is completely useless to you if you're out on the road and the gun's at home. Um, right. Just kind of right. depends on your situation. Tell me a little bit about uh, what kind of, I, I suppose, convinced you that it was okay. Yeah. Well, I, um, after, you know, he and I are no longer together, but it still mm. really interests me to kind of get involved and learn more. Um, I started to follow um, people um, on social media and watching YouTube videos. It's like, okay, it's not it like regular people, regular people, right. Mm -hmm. Are gun carriers and they respect the use of it. And I, I really wanted to be someone who could be a, a, not necessarily a role model, but that it's okay to carry and that it's okay to shoot guns and have a gun. Um, not until recently, probably, well, last year, did I um, go and get my concealed carry. It was up just, it was up just for sport um, up until that time. Last summer, I really um, took it seriously. I got my concealed carry and I also purchased my very first gun. I was never really introduced to guns before. Yeah. So for me, it was, we don't really bother with them. You know, that yeah. wasn't something that we talked about or I didn't really know anyone that I knew of that had a gun. And it wasn't until I got older and, you know, had friends who understood 
and carried and they weren't fearful of it. And um, even when I was shooting, I was shooting just for fun, but yeah. I took it seriously, probably because of politics, probably because the economy, what, what things were going on. I was like, okay, I'm getting my concealed carry and yeah. I want to know how to protect myself. Like I'm a single parent um, of girls. Mm. I want to make sure that I can protect myself. Um, yeah. So that's when I really, really took it seriously and started kind of getting involved. And that's where we met, you know, online and um, following and watching what other um, black gun owners were sharing. And it opened my eyes so much to the community. I didn't realize, I mean, I'm a regular person. I didn't realize that the, the black 2A community was so large and so tight knit it too, which I mm -hmm. really fell into and loved and everyone's so supportive. It made it easy for me to want to learn and ask questions. And because you're asking silly questions, nothing's a silly question, right? Sure. Very much embracing newbies like me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, I'm, I'm excited that you, you've come as far as you have. Because honestly, it's like, oh, you know, you, you just got started. When did you start uh, kind of, I guess, carrying and just kind of documenting your journey? But really, when I guess, when did you buy again? Very aggressively. You know, when for me, I start things super. I go I go hard, start, you know, very aggressively um, into something that I'm really passionate about. Um, so it was probably in August, right after I got my concealed carry permit. And um, I I started talking about it. Like I started talking to my mom about it, my sister about it. And now they're like, I want to get a gun too. And I've encouraged them to go get the concealed carry. And um, it was just, it, it's just natural, natural for me. I went to a um, girls night out maybe about two months ago. Um, and there were uh, two other black women there. And the conversation came up. I really don't advertise that I'm, you know, I carry, right? Mm. But, you know, we're amongst friends. So we're talking about it. Sure. And they didn't know. It's like, oh my gosh, Kelly, you have a gun? And I'm like, yes. It's like, well, why? And she kind of shrieked in like, why do you have that? What do you need that for? Are you, you know, you're going to, you're going to hurt. She literally said, are you going to hurt me? I'm like, mm. what? Mm. What? I'm like, first of all, <laughs> I, I was, that's what I want to dispel. I want to dispel yeah. those misconceptions. You know, before that I was a nice, nice young, you know, not young, but nice gal. <laughs> sure. But and now, now with the gun. Slinging dope and, you know. Yeah. I was really guns. offended, actually. I was. I mean, I, that, that is really <laughs> offensive. Anybody mm -hmm. watching or listening or whatever, that is super offensive. If, if you <laughs> don't currently have a gun, you don't currently, you know, operate as, as somebody who defends himself in that way, don't, don't just assume that people who have guns want to hurt you. That's kind of terrible. Right. And like maybe at nighttime, I'm like a ninja and I go out like assaulting people. That That's kind of oh, what yeah. I felt like. I mean, Batman with a gun. Just yeah. Just short Batman. It's just like a little short, you know, short yeah. one. But I felt this is why I talk about it. And this is why I want, even after that conversation, they were like, okay, well, maybe I can think about getting one and maybe it is okay. Yeah. So 
if I can start turning and changing people's mindsets and I understand, I mean, my dad wants nothing to do with the gun. Um, Some people are just going to be their way, but if, if someone that they trust and see that sees that is decent, a decent human being walking a productive member of society has a gun, it can't be so bad. I'd say 99% of the time um, I do, you know, carry my, my, uh, P six hour, my uh, P three sixty five six hour, mm-hmm. um, and the only reason the other one percent is because I have a young young daughter, and when I have to go to school or functions like that, that's when I I don't I don't. Um, yeah. But self defense is very important to me. So even if I don't have my um, my weapon, I have other defense tools to protect myself. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> so I know you said. You like to carry uh, different self-defense items with you, uh, even if you can't carry a firearm, which makes perfect sense because, honestly, just with the way laws and restrictions are, state to state, of course, there are some places you cannot carry a firearm into uh, or they'll kick you out or call the police, uh, sometimes both at the same time. Um, (laughs) Going going a little bit into the self-defense, I know in your firearms journey, you visited a couple different classes and try to get as much training under your belt as as is as humanly possible. I know there's right. guys and girls who go every single weekend and they're going to this class and that class and they're paying hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars, which it's your life. So you should invest in it. Right. That being said, uh, tell me a little bit about the the variety of classes that you've taken. I, I am an, an average, you know, 40 something year old woman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I own a business. I work yeah. in tech. Like I'm a professional um, so just being a role model or setting an example for people to say, you know, it's not someone who wants to, you know, have a, a, a gun that doesn't have a serial, that has a serial number scraped, you know, scratched out. Like the, right. that's not what, you know, those are not what a typical gun owner looks like. Right. Um, right. Well, at least, and, at least stereotypically. Yeah, exactly. And you'd be surprised. There is, uh, I would say the amount of Black women, especially last year, who bought guns. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wanna, I wanna believe that the, the, the threshold for typical yes. has changed. Yes. So there, there are black women who own guns. I believe it was like sixty percent of the new gun owners last year women, forty percent of the new gun owners black. So how many black women? So many. I know so many more and I'm thankful. And those are the women that I want to be connected with. Actually, yeah. I had my self defense class. Uh, this morning and it was a black woman and we're training, you know, we're little buddies together. And I said, yeah, I'm going to the gun show today. And she goes, Oh my gosh, you should have told me I want to go. I've got a Glock 19. I'm like, okay. So now we're going to go for girls night to the gun range. (laughs) But until someone says something, it's like, I would not have known. She would not have known that of me. And I don't know why it's like secret. Like if you don't tell, I don't tell I have it. You know, I feel like there's a lot of that too. I, I kind of wonder if partially part of it is because guns are so considered like like almost like a dirty word. Taboo. Guns. I know. Oh, clutching my pearls. <laughs> um, and, and and also it, it, there almost is like the stereotype of like, oh, guns are for like Trump voters or something. Right. Like, 
Yeah. Like, like, like the, the political right has a corner on the gun market. They, they are the only ones who want to defend themselves against the, the most dangerous of situations. Like, right. come on, man. Either like, it's a Republican on. or a, a bad black guy, you right. know? Yeah. Like, Those two categories. Like, come on, man. Like, that's what. <laughs> So I wanted to dispel, dispel all those misconceptions. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's going back to what I've been saying throughout the past few episodes and just uh, in, in passing when people ask me about like, hey, what, what's this project you're working on? You know, we're, we're doing our best to go to the kitchen, cook up some perspective, bring it out, serve it to the people. Right. And let them see that, you know, that gun ownership is okay. Being black with a gun is okay. Right. Being a woman with a gun is okay. All those things aren't mutually exclusive. Right. But when you when you roll them up into a package where we got a, um, an average everyday black woman, you're not a firearms trainer. You're not some billionaire. You're not some uh, uh, girl in the ghetto. You're, you're none of these things. You're just right. an average everyday person that people. Uh, you know, they see you in the grocery store. Right. They see you at work. They see you ducking your kids in. Well, they, they probably don't see that. Uh, <laughs> you know. I hope not. Alexa, yeah, you're uh, at it again. <laughs> <laughs> just, I know. Your laptop just turns on. <laughs> but it's it's you know we're regular. We are regular people. Even myself, I'm a regular guy. I, I don't have a, a license to teach. I just care about defending myself and my family right. against the worst of threats. Right. I personally have had situations where I'm in my home and, you know, I'm like, wait, who are you? What are you doing here? I, you should probably leave. And at, at that point, you're like, well, can I make them leave? I, I think I can. But what if I can't? Right. What what happens to my, my, my wife and kids? Like, what's going right. on? Exactly. That yeah. freaks me out just to even think about that. Like, you know, just the fear and I have an alarm system, but I'm, I'm very conscious of noise and, you know, right. I watch and listen. But the thing about an alarm system, that just buys you time. Yeah. Right. Like, are you going to leave? You're going to leave your house and all your belongings and hopefully you can grab all your kids. I mean, leave the lazy one. Right. So, <laughs> or jump out the window because you're upstairs. You're like, what are you, right. you, you going to do? Just break both your legs and can't get away. <laughs> That's right. All those unrealistic things. And I don't want to, I don't want to be in the, I don't want to be in on the news in or on the news. Yeah. I mean, and that's the unfortunate thing is people get hurt every single day. Right. Like it's, it's not like, Oh, you know, there's a a million to one chance that something bad could happen to you. Mm -hmm. No, you can be the victim of road rage. Somebody could follow you home and try to attack you. Uh, uh, You could be the victim of a home invasion, uh, uh, a burglary that you walk in on. Oh, they think you're gone. And then you get in there and now they have to deal with you. Uh, uh, There's just so many situations that I don't want to be that fear monger. Right. uh, uh, Because it's not really productive, but Mm -hmm. it's life. Mm -hmm. It's life. What do you think uh, is next? Because, you know, we talked about you didn't have a gun. We talked about now you have a gun, you're training. What are maybe some goals that you have as a new firearm trainer to take this thing to the next level? I know we talked about taking some classes. What What are the long-term goals in regards to guns? I mean, definitely the training is going to be huge and training outside um, and more of the, I don't know what you call it, more. Uh, Tactical training? Yes. Moving and shooting? Yes. That Level is two. like advanced level for me. And I, I see that online. I'm like, that would be pretty good just to kind of. You never know what the future may hold. So yeah. I see that as not just for training, but I, I I enjoy that. I like to see that. 
Yeah, well, I mean, the fact of the matter is, uh, even in a standard self-defense situation, there could be a chance that you, you just get to stand up and, and fire away if, God forbid, you ever have to use your sure. firearm. Sure, But there, there may be a situation where if there's a multiple attackers or um, maybe the, the assailant um, pulls out a weapon, right. uh, a firearm, to attack you now, and it's like, okay, can I get behind cover? Can I, can I use concealment properly? Can I get from point A to point B? Can I, can I get off the X to actually in, engage the attacker uh, in, in a way that makes sense? Yeah, there was one one video I saw of a, a woman and she said, if you're just at a restaurant and here mm. in Florida, everyone sits outside, it's beautiful. Like you're just sitting there having lunch or dinner, whatever you're doing, and some crazy person comes up. Like in those types of situations, how do you stay calm and protect yourself? Or if they've snatched someone up, like what, what happens in those types of situations? You know what I mean? So yeah. those are real life things that could possibly happen. I'd rather be prepared. And it seems really, really extreme, but I, I just want to make sure that I'm as protected as I can. Um, right. So, yeah, I mean, as far as the, that, that, the training dealing with the guns, but then also kind of excelling on my self-defense, my physical self-defense will probably be one of the other things that I would, will be working towards. <laughs> yeah. So I understand that uh, a lot of your teachers are the, uh, online teachers, the yes. YouTube training, which we love YouTube training. There's a lot of really great teachers out there who, who really explain things well and cool, take you into the fundamentals of being safe. Yes. Uh, who, who are you watching? Do you remember? Um, I watch uh, Carrie Trainer. Carrie uh, Trainer. Yes. Um, there are a number of ones at Tactical Carl I watch. Oh, oh Tactical Carl. <laughs> Boom! It's Tactical Carl. Boom. Um, yeah, that they're... There's, there's a lot that I just cut through Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember the YouTube names. Locks and Loaded. Locks and Loaded? Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, there, there are a number of ones that I, I have on my subscription. I just kind of look through. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Well, I, and I really hope that somebody from, you said Tampa? Yes, I definitely am interested in having one-on-one so I can ask questions and they can make sure I'm, I'm like standing properly. I've even asked um, online, I've asked these types of questions. They said it's going to yeah. be unique to you, you know? So Yes, it's, but there are some fundamentals that work yeah. across the board. Right. You know? so definitely I, I looking for it. Yeah, if you have any connections on that. Absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna have some guys in Florida. Okay. Uh, so y'all need to just hit her up or hit me up, and we'll we'll link. Coordinate. Take care of business. Yeah. So how do you question? Just because I, I know we got a lot of guys, uh, guys and gals um, teaching, and a, a big barrier I, I, that I've seen in in the firearms world. Hey, you need to go get training. Is this not free? Because right. these guys' time, this is their full-time business. They do everything in their power to make sure that they're delivering the best product possible in regards to teaching, the safest product possible, the most dynamic product possible. How do you feel about the, uh, I guess, the overall cost of training? Have you, I suppose you haven't seen too many price uh, uh, scales, but uh, how do you feel about paying for firearm training? Um, I, I haven't really explored it to that degree, mm-hmm. but I would... And I've thought about would like to have like a, a couple of my girlfriends come along and do like yeah. a little mini group session. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel that if you do it with someone, it just it's a more comfortable and setting and environment when you're doing with doing it 
you know, training with other women, not too big, but like a couple. Um, so I would probably look to like a group training. Um, yeah. Would you prefer a a women's firearms trainer or are you okay with either or? It makes no difference to me. I do Uh like, you know, I like tough, whether it's a man or a woman training Uh me. Um, and even with the classes, I'm, you know, comfortable with male females together. Um, for me personally, but like I said, my friend who was like, oh my gosh, Kelly, you have a gun. She, you know, some, some women might feel more comfortable. I know might be feel more comfortable with women, but me, um, sure. I'm all, I like, because, and you know, I may be, I may stereotype, but to your male benefit, um, I feel that the, the guys are a little bit more intense and maybe because some women need like a person, you know, that's being trained a little bit more handholding and a little bit more patience. Um, so maybe they, the trainers might be a little bit more softer to accommodate that, which is understandable, yeah. but I, I work in it. So I'm like direct, give it to me. Yeah. Great. From what I understand, that's a kind of a male dominated. It is. Uh, uh, industry. Yeah. So, so for women like me, hang, I'm okay. Just yeah, tell me. me. You got to hang. So yeah, that's, that's one of those things. I'm good with that. Yeah. So that, that's cool. And I, I appreciate that. And obviously everybody is different. So fortunately there's a product for everybody in regards to training. Yes. Um, though I, I did want to ask, maybe kind of get into a little bit of the, the racial element. And for some of the people watching this who are not black, who are, you know, anything other than black, right. they, they might kind of hear this part of the conversation and be like, Oh, uh, and maybe get uncomfortable. Don't get uncomfortable. This is just an honest conversation, just trying to get a little perspective on like, hey, this is what I've experienced or I haven't experienced this at all. So, you know, and if if it makes you really uncomfortable, you might want to check your heart. That being said, do you feel, uh, Kelly, that the firearms community, um, not just the black community, but the 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 predominant, I suppose, the white community for firearms. Do you feel accepted in that? Do you feel maybe, do you have any hesitations? No one's an answer been outright rude, you know, because I go sure. to the indoor range. Um, mm-hmm. Some stores. people feel funny about indoor ranges. To yes, be that's true. And I've heard stories, but I feel, um, no one's rude, okay? But I feel like it's a little bit, overlooked until I start asking probing questions. You, you personally feel overlooked, like they're just going to let you go. Yeah. I mean, I go in there, you know, I might look around because it's a store and a range. So mm-hmm. um, I'll look around at like, you know, whatever. And then I'll go to the range. Some people are really, really, and there's women that work there. So it's, it's mm-hmm. from that perspective, it's welcoming, but I feel that like, I don't say that we're like, I'm new to this. So that like, you can come ask us questions, but we, you know, you just surface or yeah. you're not going to take it seriously. So yeah. we're not going to invest time in talking to you and explaining things. Like yeah. I feel I have to take the initiative. Yeah. And I've, I, maybe I felt the same way. Just in, in when you walk into certain stores, some people are just overly like, Hey, can we help you? And then other stores you walk into and it's like, they just look, they just look. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, man, I really wish somebody would come over and be like, hey, you know, that's a good one. Yeah. You know, what are you looking for? Uh, in my personal experience, this is the best one. You know, I just kind of 
kind of thinking about it, I took a buddy to the gun store the other day. He was getting mm-hmm. uh, a gun for him and his wife for the first time. Okay. We're going to take him to classes soon. We're really excited. Um, and I said, first time gun buyer. And he assumed that the man had never shot a gun ever. Yeah. Oh. And so I say that to say this, there are so many assumptions in, in the gun community and so much pride. This guy who had shotguns in the past. Yes. Uh, looking to get his first gun. Mm-hmm. Just first one he owned. Right. And the guy was like, hey, go get that uh, M&P-EZ. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's not a bad gun. Right. But, Assumptions. Know, come on, man. I, I feel like <laughs> I, I was offended because I was like, man, he said, hey, we have $1,000 to drop on a gun. I'm like, get you something nice. I'm right. Like, M&P-EZs are, are not, you know, trash guns. They're not. But like, hey, you could get... Um, a nice, you know, SIG P360 uh, 5XL. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's a good carry gun. You could get uh, the new Glock 43X. Good basic like gun. It's, it's a nice gun. Yeah. I saw that at the gun show today, actually. I took a picture of it. I don't need it. it. <laughs> I don't need it. <laughs> I need a long rifle. I need a, a long rifle. I can't do that. That's not that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually, um, I don't know if I told you, I'm actually uh, working on a build, an AR build. Mm-hmm. So. I was like, shoot, I, I like my 7.5, but I, I want something that's a little bit longer, just a little bit better ballistics. Uh, okay. The rail, I need to be able to put more stuff on the rail. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, Have you been to a gun, gun show where you are? Have you been to one You know lately? what? I, I haven't. I've been invited to a few of them. I just couldn't make it out. I, I live a little bit far away from where the gun shows are. Sure. So. Yeah. Like, oh, I do I love it. Go. It's like a candy store. It's like, ooh, wow. Yeah. And I don't, some yeah. things I don't even know. I'm like, what, 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 what's this? What, what does this do? <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about your, your, your gun show experiences. Did you go to your first one? Or have you been to a few? This is the, the one I went to today was my third time. Jeez, you just get getting in there. I know, okay, so I know, let's talk like, about your average gun show experience. A lot of folks here, they're like, oh, I don't know if I want to go to a gun show or, oh, you know, let's get a group of people to go. Cause I'm always kind of nervous. So, okay, <laughs> my first gun show, it was, I didn't know what to expect. You go online, you're looking at pictures, and there's not a lot out there, at least here locally, mm-hmm. there, wasn't, there weren't a lot of pictures. Like, what, what am I to expect? It, yeah. well, it does the FAQs, you know, you see the list on what do's and don'ts, all that stuff. But until you go there, it's very intimidating. So I got there a little bit early, I was meeting with my friend. And I was just waiting and you see low, you know, crowds of people, all like walks of life, black, white, all shades, all genders. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my gosh, there's going to be a lot of people there. Why did I go? Okay. I don't do this today. I went, I wore like, I, I tried to fit in. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I went in with black and army green and but purposely like okay i got going to this first gun show so i gotta fit in act like i belong i don't people look at me funny i -hmm. went in there people were like wearing flip-flops and jeans and like like regular regular people and i'm thinking it's gonna be like some tactical scene (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it wasn't a it wasn't a two-way convention it was not i was like oh okay these are regular people yeah some regular joes huh so like now i just whatever i 
my Converse, you know. You sure that wasn't a county fair? Like, you, you sure? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we have a lot of uh, cap guns for this game. Yeah, it was, um, I know, right? <laughs> it was, I, I hyped it up in my head more than what it yeah. was. But again, okay. I was new. I don't know what I'm what to expect. And so I want to fit in. Say, so what you're trying to say is that gun shows aren't really that big a deal. And you should go and have a good time and stop telling yourself you can't go because you're black. Yes. Anyone can go. Go. Anyone can go. It's not intimate. I mean, initially, you know, you're going to feel a certain way, but you get in mm. there. I'm, I'm telling you, it is not bad at all. And you go there often enough. People like know you like this. One of the vendors today hugged me. So. Oh, really? Yeah. It's random. Okay. <laughs> Some people are huggy. Yeah. Yes. So it's, cool. it's good. It's good. And there's regular people. And I, I, I like asking lots of questions and they're very um, welcoming of those questions. I feel that they want you to be as educated as you can be. So you're not in the news, you know, doing something reckless. Right. So from that perspective, they're like, we, what, what do you want to know? Ask uh-huh. as many questions as you want. There's some booths are like, oh, okay. Yeah. Same old questions answered. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But for the most part, I mean, that's everybody. Though. Yeah. People get tired of answering questions I know. eventually. Yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, like we want to educate you. So you don't go make a fool of yourself or you don't like help right. make people become more anti, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's not a privilege. It's a right. But the way our country is kind of going, they, they want to make it, 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 it seems like there's a, a large group of people who view it as a privilege, who view it as a, you know, you can have a gun until we tell you you can't have a gun. Mm. So we we have to be careful to continue to put our, our best foot forward right. and to, to look good to those people who have power um, and, and to be safe for our own selves and for others. Because, you know, it's not just us living in the world. If you if you have a, a discharge, you can kill yourself, but you could kill your neighbor. Right. You know, for no reason. Right. So uh, uh, I'm. I'm glad that the, the the communities around you have been so accepting mm-hmm. and so educational and so, you know, just kind. Kindness, Honestly, surprisingly. Kindness yeah, like yeah. the Black community has been awesome. Everyone yeah. is just embrace and is real, fully embracing of That's newbies right. like me. Yeah. Yes, it's been that that has been awesome and surprising. And I didn't realize there were so many of us. And, you know, awesome. in support of, you know, 2A and being like, just, we can have a gun. Yeah. It's, we can you're have allowed a gun. to have a gun. In fact, it's encouraged. <laughs> it is encouraged, at least by me. Maybe some people would be like, oh, you have a gun? But you know what? I tell people too, when, when people, like my friend was asking me what kind of gun I should get. It's like, really, you should go. Like what I did, I went and shot different guns. You know, mm-hmm. it's. I see it on TV. I saw like this guy had a Glock 19. So that's what I want. It's like, okay, well, maybe you, how do you know that that's the best for you? Yeah, honestly, this is a Glock 19. Uh, hopefully we're, we're good here. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, and just for comparison, my hand fits it quite, quite well. Right. But I have, I have adult size hands. Right. Yeah? That being said, Maybe a, a, a gun with kind of a, a, a thinner grip, maybe a, maybe more compact, actually works for you. Like the old uh, Glock 43. Before X, the, the 43X. X. Well, I the, the X did come out and it has the... Uh, I the, held the it. I love slot. it. Yeah. But it, it is 
a little bit thinner. Yes. The, the, the slides are a little thinner. So maybe for someone with smaller hands, it works. Mm-hmm. And it's okay for Carrie. And it's just over the overall package. Now, for you, do you, do you rent guns when you go to the range to kind of try them out? Or do you just bring your own? I bring my own. When I first started, you know, a couple of years ago, I shot different guns. Um, my ex had, I think he had a Glock 17. And then he got an M- an MP shield, um, more so for me to shoot. Um, mm-hmm. And then the third one, I can't remember. So I, and when we went to the range, I did try different ones to see what I liked. Mm-hmm. And that's how I narrowed down. Um, I actually went in to buy an MP shield, um, but they didn't have any. And mm-hmm. so the guy suggested the six hour, which I do like. Um, yeah, the, the P365, it's, it's good. Um, but, you know, after my my uh, AR fifteen, I probably do. I do like the the Glock forty three X. I just want something that's super, you know, powerful. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll get a nineteen. I don't know. I mean, either way, it, it is the same round. Yeah. That they they both but fire the the nine mil. The slide is a little longer, mm-hmm. so you know you get maybe a little bit of uh, better um, ballistics. Or I wouldn't be able to carry that on my body that's the problem the the 19 that you see also when we, we think about uh getting a gun that fits you yes getting one that actually fits your body yes for me when i was a little chunkier i could carry a, a 19 <laughs> on a three o'clock mm-hmm. you know under uh you know certain clothes if i put a little cardigan on or something cardigan it, it would work yeah you know <laughs> cute okay yeah just doing my thing in a cardigan yeah. that being said uh when I lost a little bit of weight, not even that much, just a little bit of weight, I, I put it on and I'm like, I can see this whole gun. Right. I don't know why, but I can. Mm-hmm. And that makes me uncomfortable. If right. I'm concealed carrying, why do I look like I'm, I have a phone under my shirt and I've got a phone in my hand? Yeah, I don't want that either. I don't want that. Yeah. So for me, I started carrying appendix and it works so well in this new uh, um, T-Rex Arms holster. Okay. They're, you know, these are actually were fairly good uh, uh Fairly priced, I feel like, for for as good as they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and just for everybody out there, don't be afraid to spend a little bit of money on a holster. Right. As long as you know it works. And if it doesn't work, you should probably send it back so you don't have a billion and six holsters that you're not using. I think that inevitably happens. Like I it, does. A, I, it does. It does. I have a few. How many you got? <laughs> I just, don't just, well, you have some that comes with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wanted something that was... I got a soft one. Mm. I didn't feel it super secure. And then now I just have one cut trigger button, the trigger. Trigger guard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think I saw that. What if I could remember the name of that? Um, I'll have to send it to you. I forgot what I, what it's called. Yeah. And it works pretty well because I can just clip. It's just like having a freestanding gun and just, it just covers a, I can show you. It just struggles the cover guard. Yeah. Yeah, Let's, let's see it. Let's see it. I took it out today. There you go. See? Yeah, there, you see? And it's got the clip on the other side? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Okay. It's pretty good. good. Yeah. Now, Baby's you, on. <laughs> have you, um, what kind of belt do you feel like really works for you in regards to carrying? Because I know for myself, I had to kind of switch the type of belt that I would wear in order to get a good, uh, secure draw, um, to be confident in that. Cause 
You know, if you're running around and you pull your holster out, if you ever should need to use your gun, that's a frightening moment. You're like, right. Attack of the holster. Right. Right. And I use just one belt because it's the only belt that works for me. And it's not a gun belt. I need a legitimate gun belt or one that does what that's supposed to do. Right. Because there there are belts that don't, um, that aren't gun belts, but they, they function as a gun belt should. So that's, that's understood. How has the pandemic, just COVID-19, uh, all the things that come with that, how has that affected your ability to get into firearms? Because you said you got in last year. That's prime COVID. Right. Talk about it. Right. Well, I mean, two things, you know, not having ammo to practice with has become a, has, has been a problem like everyone. Yeah. Um, so that did slow down my, my training, but doing dry fire testing, which is something that you should still do anyway, mm-hmm. um, ramping that up, doing that more. It's not as glamorous and exciting, um, but it's important. Right. It's a very important part of the training. I understand that. So probably that with the, the pandemic, but on the flip side, it made me want to make sure that I was protected even more because it's the, the fear of what's going to happen. And then with the elections, you know, the fear of what's going to happen. I, I just try to take a, a, a proactive approach yeah. to, you know, making sure that I have what I need. Thank goodness, honestly, that I got my weapon when I did because right after that, it was a huge backlog, at least here, um, mm-hmm. with people getting their concealed carry. And I got mine yeah. over the summer. So oh, okay. I was not as impacted as I could have been. Now, did you get your concealed carry before you got your gun? Or the, yes. your gun before the, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, some people do that. I'm like, ah. I don't want to do, you know, I go to these gun shows and there's mm-hmm. all these people who want to buy a gun but they've got to do the background check. They've got to do the conceal. They've got to go through a whole bunch of rigmarole to uh, get a gun. Like, yeah. just got your concealed carry. You just can walk in, buy what you want, and leave. Yeah. So, lots and lots of people were waiting. I would strongly encourage, if that's something on your radar, to get a, a gun. Just go and get your concealed carry. Wait a few weeks. I think mine came in like four weeks it took. Yeah, well, it it is state by state. It's a little bit right, different. Right, right, you're right. It is easy, uh, maybe just a little bit easier if you have that document, depending on your state. Right. On the laws, yes, I'm making uh, the assumption is Florida, but even still, I mean, I would rather, even if your state doesn't really, you know, make it necessary, yeah. I would still want to have it. Like I have this gun legally and I'm, you know, I'm a, a respectable member of society. I've got my concealed permit just to have it, especially for us, like anything yeah. that will minimize some minimize harassment or doubt. <laughs> I yeah. want to take the, the, the road less traveled. Is there anything that you want to tell women uh, who are interested in getting to a firearm? I know we talked about it a little bit before, but just kind of like a, a closing statement to just, average everyday gals out there who are thinking about it uh, are concerned about it maybe have a a few hesitations to be honest right well i will just go off of what i what i did and my experiences and it's really going to the range maybe even going with someone who is experienced um if you have a trainer go with them and just go and shoot shoot a little bit, shoot a little, shoot 
different guns to see if you even want to go down that road um, in getting the concealed carry and knowing it's not scary, it's not bad. Like, I just feel we put all, we put our own fear blocks up. Um, mm-hmm. For me, I just kind of started shooting with my friend. It's like, oh, okay, this is easy. This is good. All right. Now I want to take it seriously. Now I want to go through proper training. I want to get my gun. I want to get my concealed carry, whatever whatever the rules are in, you know, the state. But making it an enjoyable experience from the very beginning without those rules and regulations of, okay, I've got to do this, like taking the more serious route. Go for, for it's not so bad go for those experiences and then slowly get into, if you want to pursue it. I mean, maybe in my future, I might want to become an instructor. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, if you, if you get the skills, you know, you just want to really to, just having the heart to, to want to make sure, uh, to want to teach and to want to make sure that everybody has the, 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 the important knowledge and the skills yes. to defend themselves in that kind of situation. I just want to be from, for me personally, I just want to be a role model. And that's why I would, would consider doing something like that just yeah. to say, I can look at me. Okay. Mm-hmm. If I can start on this journey and, and that's something that you're interested in, you can too. Um, but really just to kind of introduce people, women to, gun ownership go go for the fun side not so serious like oh my gosh i'm afraid i don't you know taking the classes all those fears go for fun and then you'll it'll soften your viewpoint it's not so rigid if you're like okay i was told i have to go and do training and and do this and then get a gun you go for more the easier comfortable route of i'm just going just to you know have fun i'm making an afternoon of it that slowly mm-hmm. makes people more comfortable and then they'll see it's not so bad i feel if you go there like okay i gotta get a gun and you gotta be stuffy and afraid and you're going to like a class going to college in your first class you know you're going there it's intimidating and you're like there are people there and i just feel it's a different experience when you're going when it's so square and you have to be trained and, you know, and you have to be super serious about it. And so you're a little bit more stiff. But if you go initially and it's like casual and it's fun, it's like, OK, I had the most comfortable experience going into it. And that's why I would suggest it versus what I would imagine if I did it a different way. Oh, I'm going to go take a class and it's going to be stuffy and I got to be on my best behavior. And like, that's not fun. That doesn't make me learn, you know? I want to learn from being comfortable with the experience. Absolutely. So that's that's great. I'm I'm so glad you're able to kind of explain that. I hope so. Because, no, you did a great job. Okay. I think there there are a lot of people out there who are like, oh, I I need to do this. I need to do that. And they they kind of overcomplicate it. Yes, exactly. Go to a range. You can rent a gun. It's not super expensive. No. And just go crazy. As in you know, be safe. Yes. You know, and I, I, I say that gently to say, don't go just to like, and, and be reckless, you know, those types of things. But if you can mm-hmm. go with someone who's experienced or if you go for a first time meeting, meeting with the trainer, go in there in that way. Um, but just make it as comfortable as it can be for you. Um, yeah. That will be the suggestion. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you so much for coming on, <laughs> uh, coming on Costly Conversations. Thank part you. Of the, the Arm Atlas YouTube channel. I appreciate you kind of speaking to 
to, to women, to black folks, to, to non-black people, uh, just kind of talking about your experience. As a newbie? Talking about, as a newbie, yes. someone who just started in the middle of COVID. A lot of us started way before COVID, so right. we're just like, oh, this sucks. And this is all you know. Yes. So that's, that's, that's kind of the wild thing. Yeah, um, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for letting me come and talk with you. You know, I feel yeah. like I'm like a little tadpole. I, I don't know what value I could add to the, this, this discussion, but at least to Absolutely. be encouraging to others who are, are wanting to start. Right. I mean, to be honest, uh, Black 2A, sometimes all you see are the stars or the, the superstars, you know, the people with 5,000 followers and um, who this is their full-time job right. to, to be a trainer or be a tactical guru. Right. Um, but, you know, I think it's important to hear from, you know, just a regular person. We, we appreciate you coming on and hopefully somebody can gain something from this and maybe we, uh, they'll share it with uh, maybe a little brother or cousin, not a little brother, but like a little sister or cousin <laughs> or somebody who can, who can look at you and be like, oh, wow, she did it. I can do it too. Right. And that, that's why I had you on. And so thank you I so much for coming. appreciate it. Thank you so much Let for me having me. All your time. Yes, ma'am. All okay. right. You have a fantastic rest of your night. Me okay? too. Be careful. Will do. Stay dangerous. Yes. <laughs>